Happy Tuesday, guys. This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by our friends at Public Goods, Verb Energy, and two new friends of the pod. One is Aspiration, a new alternative online bank who is doing something so cool for the world. And the other is Child Life Essentials, who makes amazing children's supplements um, that we use for our very own Geo and Ivory. So we're so excited to have these guys on board. Do yourself a favor, listen in later in the show for the amazing offers that all four of them have and take advantage of them. But in the meantime, enjoy the show. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs and maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both... Trying to be adults. Adults. <laughs> you guys, it's madness over here, okay? Um, but we made it to the mics. I'm really lucky to be sitting across from you, staring into your beautiful blue eyes. Aww. And I'm excited about this show because we have a bundle of emails from you. And we've been wanting to get to them, but all the things have gotten in the way. And we just want to make sure that we address these because I'm assuming there's some good ones. I, I took a quick peek, but I so wanted to be surprised. Didn't read them. I didn't read all of them, but I did look at like them real quick, like a quick glance. All right. I, I took a, a, I don't know. I just wanted to, to understand what I was getting myself into. But I think um, this episode's going to be good because we want to catch up. We want to understand where you guys are at and hopefully we can help lend some support, some advice, or just truly commiserate together. You got it? I got it. I got okay. it. So let's uh, let's do this. Let's jump right into our win and fail. Mm-hmm. And then we'll likely take a quick break. Yep. And then we'll jump into these questions. Spell it out, Mr. Details. Okay. I have my win and fail ready because it's on the tip of my tongue Hit and me. the tip of my nip. Um, <laughs> breastfeeding's my fail because it's a lot and I'm still having some complications that don't worry you guys I'm on top of I'm addressing with the lactation consultant again and then going to see a specialist for myself tomorrow and um we'll you know update you guys on on that but Ivory is thriving I weighed her this morning on our hatch scale I didn't even tell you she's 12 pounds wow so that's great news because that's the one fear you have around breastfeeding right like you just want to make sure that your your child is eating and so I have tabs on that um I just truly am in pain which I'm doing my best to just wrap my head around and and go forward yeah I know it's challenging though it is just not only the physical pain but it's the mental part of it too oh yeah there's quite a bit of that um, but again, like I look at it as one year of my life that will be a little bit of, um, an investment, but I'm hoping that it'll all just be worth it. Yeah. I don't know. That's motherhood. So, okay. My, my win is that I have committed to manifesting the idea. Okay. That we are going to be moving. Oh, so you're locked in. Now. Oh yeah. No, we're moving to this specific neighborhood. Mm. That I'm like visualizing. I love visualizing things. I think that's how I actually, I mean, that's 
That's how it comes to fruition. That's how right? it comes to fruition. That's always been the case for me. And I just feel like I'm really hyper-focused on this um, specific neighborhood that happens to be, you know, within a handful of miles from our closest family and the most helpful family we have. And I'm just looking forward to having more support and more hands on deck because after this weekend and being around people and knowing that like we can maybe take a break and, mm-hmm. and hand a kid over for a few minutes, go to the bathroom without worrying, like that's where I think we need to be in this stage in our life. Oh, it's the best. It's the best when um, you just feel like you can take a break and breathe and, and like feel confident that the kid's safe. Totally. You know? Do you have a win and a fail? Yeah, of course. Um so my win is that uh, Jake's going through a new round of training. Jake, for you guys that may not know, is our, our male dog. Uh, and for the avoidance of, of doubt, Sophie, our female dog, she's with my mom in Ventura, um, living her best life there, being spoiled rotten. Um, just so much changed when Gio came into the world. The dogs weren't getting along. So that was the best thing for her. Um, but Jake is chill just not so chill with other dogs and other animals. He's got some dog aggression issues. So it makes it tough to get him out on the leash and go for walks and get him the exercise that he needs. Uh, it was, it was time to address that. And we're doing that right now. I'm literally in day one of week two mm-hmm. and, and my wind boils down to like, it's insane. The amount of progress that he's made in one week, mm-hmm. like absolutely insane. Like it's kind of like the kid thing the idea of knowing that I can just get him out on the leash and we can both just relax and go for a walk and both just be happy with that is the best thing ever for me. So what you're saying is you need to do more leash training with Gio. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, I, I completely agree. There's something that, um, there's something to be said about like that peace of mind, knowing that like, if God forbid, you know, our gate was left open yep. and there was like a family with their dog running, you know, playing outside or to on a walk. Like I just want to know that we can trust Jake in any situation and it, that allots us more freedom. Yeah. Yep. And so well, I the, appreciate the, you handling that yeah. big adulting step. I think so too. The, the raw truth is this with any dog, right? You, you have a liability on your hands with a pit bull. Um, some may not agree, but I think, I think the reality is, is that is heightened a bit. Um, and if they, if they want to click into gear and do some damage, it just happens really fast. Right. So you, you have to, you can only control your dog. You just have to make sure all those things are lined up and like they're doing what they should be doing. Yeah. You're being a responsible dog owner. I think just in general, as a, as a domestic pet owner, I think we all need to take responsibility and make sure that our animals living the best life that they can. And sometimes that requires a lot more structure because that's how they're going to thrive. Yeah. I mean, he's, he loves it. And now I feel like I'm playing a game in my head that I want to be once in a while you run across a dog and their owner and they're like this golden example. You're like, wow, like that dog is so well behaved. Like you guys have something special here. I wish my dog could be like that. Or if I have a dog one day, I want them to be like that. And now that is my, that is the game I'm playing in my head with Jake. I want him to be that example because I also think as a pit bull that, Everybody knows they get an unfair rap, mm-hmm. right? And you want to protect them. You want to make yeah. sure that they're a shining example of what could be. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Do so you have a fail? My fail is literally today. 
Like, literally <laughs> just, the last hour. Just the day itself? Yeah, full the train. day that isn't even done? That's yeah. literally one one oh six. Yeah, oh, we, we're oh, halfway no. through the marathon. Um, yeah, oh, full man. transparency. We sat down. We've probably been trying for 30 minutes, yep. maybe longer. Yeah. We've had to start and stop a couple times. It's wild. And there's just... There was a lot going on out there. Sure was. Um, but it settled down, so Thank we're on our God way. Thank God for me, me. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's come back with these emails. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. The weather is gorgeous right now. We have had the best weekends just sitting outside, enjoying the sun, enjoying the beautiful trees. I need nature in my life me too and um with the way the world's moving right now it just makes me think of and especially with having kids too that i want to keep it the way that it is and or make it better than it is today yeah you know um big business has an effect on the environment Mm -hmm. um industries like banking and finance uh they do as well because they fund projects that go against what we're all trying to do uh which is why we're so stoked to have aspiration which is a new online banking alternative as a sponsor of adulting here's a really crazy stat big banks invested more than 575 billion dollars of your money last year in the fossil fuel industry leading directly to global warming so Whoever you bank with, every time you put money in your bank account and leave it there, that money is then being lent out Mm -hmm. for big projects like funding fossil fuel projects. Yeah. I don't think people really understand that concept, too. It's like they're essentially borrowing from us. No, you don't think so, right? You think, oh, I'll put my money in the bank. That's what I'm supposed to do. It's safe there, right? And it is safe up to a certain amount. Sure. But you don't realize what's being done with it. Yeah, until you need it again. Yep. So that's what Aspiration is looking to change. They're never going to use your money to fund fossil fuels. With Aspiration, you can choose to plant a tree with every single purchase using just your spare change. So here's a cool way to do it. If you open an aspiration card, you could use it to just buy your coffee every day if that's what you do. Mm -hmm. And you can feel good knowing that like that purchase is literally planting a tree. That coffee. Yep. Literally every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You can also get up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners like Warby Parker and Tom Shoes and there's several others. Yeah, there's some 10% back is crazy. Yeah, up to to 10%. Uh, You can also access up to 20 times... Ivory's pretty excited too. You can access up to 20 times the interest of a traditional bank. So that means when you leave your money in, like typically a savings account, you're getting paid, but in big banks, you're getting paid next to nothing. So you can access up to 20 times that amount with Aspiration. And here's the best part, guys. For a limited time, guys, Aspiration is offering our listeners up to $200 when you open an account at aspiration.com slash green. Now, this doesn't need to be an overwhelming thing. You don't need to switch your banks. Um, Danielle and I are both going to open a separate account at Aspiration. And we're going to start small and keep it simple. We're going to fund it to make simple everyday purchases like coffee knowing that when we use our aspiration card to make this purchase, we're planting another tree and just doing something good for the world. So you can get more details when you sign up for a better world at aspiration.com slash green. And I'm going to leave you with this. I've really taken a deep dive on their website to learn about what they're doing and think I have a really good idea of what's going on. When you're ready to open up account yourself uh, and you have any questions, feel free to DM me at the adulting account or my personal, and I'm happy to go through anything with you. And now back to adulting like a mother father. 
Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, go for it. Okay, uh, bear with me. I do know how to read, but when you're put on the spot and you got to read a lot in front of people, I don't read good. Okay? Everyone knows that feeling, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so the first one is from Leslie. Uh, she says, I would love insight on the first step to investing. I have no idea where to start, and I'd appreciate any info Daniela and Andrew have, like how much and where, and it'd be much appreciated if they explained it to me like I'm four. Oh, I love a kindergarten dumbed down explanation. I think that's how all the explanations should be. That's also how I speak. Mm-hmm. So she's cool. <laughs> she's good. She's yeah. got this. Yep. Do you want to take a stab or do you want me to do I'm it? I'm going to take a quick stab just because I'm going to give her the short and, and Somebody sweet. Somebody who's never invested Never, before. ever, ever. Okay. Um, I'll give you what I did. Okay. I was 16 years old. I hit up a financial advisor who to this day is still a financial advisor that I work with. Um, and he guided me through a lot of, of my decisions initially in the stock market specifically. So that was the very first like entry into investing I had. And the way that I chose my investments were purely based on products and things that I had an affinity for, things that I liked. Um, so Whole Foods was one of them. Always wanted to shop there. Thought the cool people did. Um, a BMW. I invested in BMW because I thought they were the coolest cars. I was 16, of course, right? Um, and then what was the other one that I did? Do you remember? Oh, Apple. Apple. Apple because everyone had like iPhones and that was like all the rage and obviously still is. So those were the three stocks that I put some money into. And so to this day, I think like if my one piece of advice is if you're going to invest, invest in something that you can get behind 150%, something that either you use in your life, you want to use, you see the potential in, it has a place in the future. That's my piece of advice. All right. Give it up. Okay. I think that's pretty good. But a, a couple things that I would change. Number one, um, I would not go to a financial advisor. Okay. And, and the reason is this. Usually you need a, a bit of net worth to go to one to where it makes sense. Like you need some some coinage. I got you. Right? Because they're going to take, typically they'll take 1% to 2% of your portfolio value every single year. So even if they lose money for you in a given year, they're still going to take that 1% to 2%. Gotcha. There's a book by Tony Robbins called Money. And what he talks about is you don't need an advisor because those fees are going to eat at your portfolio value over the years. And instead, what you can do is just invest in an S&P 500 index fund, right? So my advice for Google it, Google it, (laughs) my advice for a brand new investor and disclaimer, we are not investment professionals. So take what you want from this. If it were me starting from day one, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would put whatever I could. And it's typically like, if you're making money right now, the first 10% should go towards saving yourself. Oh yeah. That's the same thing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we'll talk, I can talk about savings real quick too, but first 10% towards paying yourself early in your life. You probably don't have a lot of things that you need to save for. I would invest as much as you can um, because it's called compounding interest, right? Over time it snowballs and snowballs, snowballs. But if it were me, I would invest in an S and P 500 index fund. Historically, they make about 8% a year. I forget what the math is. It was in, it's in this book money by Tony Robbins. And it says something like, 5,000 invested per year over 30 years. Like this math is going to be so far off. What's five times 30? 
dude, don't do this to 150? me. It's 150. Yeah. 150 ends up being like more than 400,000 or maybe it's, maybe it's even way more than that. Long story short, it's called compounding interest, right? Mm-hmm. So you just do this over and over and over. S and P index historically makes about 8% a year and that's a great return if you can get that every single year. So I'm also going to make one quick recommendation for a book that I read when I was 16 that set me off on my investment journey. And it's called The Automatic Millionaire, A Powerful One-Step Plan to Live and Finish Rich. This is by David Bach. It's old now, but it would still be relevant. It's, um, oh, 2003. How old was I back then? I don't even want to do the math. Anyways, um, I read that book and it's, it's exactly what you're talking about. So I would, I would kind of just take a blend of what we just said and hopefully that helps less. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next question. Let's do it. Um, okay. The next one is from Cynthia. She says, I'm a new mom. I have a three month old. I breastfeed every three hours during the day and pump two times a day. At the end of the day, I'm tired. Yep. Uh, I don't want to be touched or looked at. My husband always tries to get it on. I hate it. And I honestly hate sex. How do you guys keep the spark alive? I need advice for the both of us. So three months postpartum is still fairly early. Your body is still going through a lot of changes. And I don't know if she had a natural birth or a C-section. It really doesn't matter. There, there are things that are very different and feel very different. So I can completely understand why she wouldn't want to even have sex. And then personally speaking, my boobs are pretty much off tear. Like that you cannot, they're like hands off. Don't touch like no enter. Please leave the show. Um, (laughs) so it's a lot. You are exhausted. I I'm just sympathizing with her. I think for us personally, I'm going to, I'm going to answer her question. Um, it's non-existent right now. So don't feel alone. It's okay. I mean, it may not be okay for him necessarily. He may have to wrap his head around like the, the just the reality that it's different. It's going to take time to get back into the swing of things sexually. But um, you have time, right? No one's going anywhere. You're raising kids. Yep. Yep. Um, get into it. I'm listening. I don't know. If, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, you, you, he might just need to take care of himself for a while and you might need to be supportive of that. And if you're not supportive of that, then you got to get more supportive of that because ultimately you guys both have wants and desires and needs and stuff. And if they're not being met, you have to figure out how to how to accommodate. And, uh, this is a tricky situation. Like Daniela said, like it's still non-existent for us. There's definitely some, fear involved as well on my side. And I can talk about that another day, but, um, yeah, I think it always comes down to this. Like you guys got to be very willing to have open conversations to know exactly where the other person is at. And then you got to be willing, you're probably going to hear some stuff that's uncomfortable, but you got to be willing to accept that and then work to find solutions for the both of you. That's the best advice I can give. I mean, it is just that in a nutshell. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we'll move on from that one. Um, okay. I'm sorry if I, if I butcher this name, I think it's Tia Janae. Um, she says, what are some goals that you hope to accomplish by the end of this year in terms of geo and ivory? Mm. I mean, first one comes to mind is I would love to continue breastfeeding for the first year of ivory's life. 
Gio, I would love for him to have more interaction with people. We're yes. slowly getting him around like more family. And um, he does take a music class, which has been great. Um, but it's a small group of people and everyone's really socially distanced and in masks. And I personally speaking, like I just would love for him to have more interaction with people without masks, like really get the feel of like the life that we all used to know. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think he hit Gio's right on the head. Like I definitely want to see him come out of his shell a little bit. He's a completely different kid at home than he is out and about around other people. And even around family, there's some that he's super comfortable with that he's like fine right off the bat. But the rest of them that he's already seen five, 10 plus times, like he still has a good half hour, hour, like warming up period. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want to try to, to take care of that as best as we can for him, for her. Um, I haven't thought about it much, but I, I look forward to like a year from now. I remember Gio being about that age and actually a little bit younger, like around 10 months where you just start going, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. This is so (laughs) awesome. And like, I have no expectations for her. And I just, I think that's like this daddy daughter relationship is already setting in where like she owns me already. So like I I never want to see her uncomfortable. Like I want to make sure she's happy all the time. Like I just can't wait to see what she's like at that age and like what our dynamic is. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Okay. All you actual mother fathers, listen up guys. Uh, we've got a new sponsor of the podcast, Child Life Essentials, and we're so excited to have them on board because uh, Child Life is a trusted children's supplement brand uh, and they've been in business for over 20 years. Their pediatrician developed. Uh, all their supplements are gluten-free, non-GMO, and contain no fillers, no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. Uh, but most importantly, We love them because we use them in our own home with our own kids. Yeah, I can totally attest to this. Um, I was a consumer of Child Life Essentials before obviously doing the show. When Gio was born, I turned to them because I I, truly, I just trusted them. I knew that they, you know, had been around for a while and I loved that they didn't put any junk in their vitamins and Gio was so new. I just wanted to give him what he needed and no BS. Yeah. Um, One thing that I want to recommend for all of you new moms and dads, they have this bundle right so these are kind of like the key essentials that i actually purchased it's the gripe water the vitamin d3 the vitamin k2 i can't go into extensive detail on this because i'm not a doctor but i just know it's good to have on hand because the gripe water will save you in moments when you're like why is my baby so fussy? well oftentimes i mean at least with geo right from our own experience yeah. you find that they can be really fussy and look uncomfortable and it's hard to know what's going on if there's nothing on the surface level. But oftentimes, at least with him, it was due to stomach discomfort. And that's what the gripe water tackles. Yes. So even when I would ask my doctor or his doctor, I was like, you know, I don't know what's going on. What do I do? He goes, give him gripe water. With Ivory recently, I was like, she's a little fussy. What do I do? I think she might have some acid reflux. Give her her gripe water. Sounds like an infomercial. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying it's something that you just have to have on hand. Um, And then the D3 is great. It supports your baby's immune system and heart health. Um, 
Um, and then the K2 helps the baby's bone health, I think. Yep. Yep. And um, so anyways, it's a great deal. And you can get it on Amazon, which is even better. So you can use code IHEARTCL. That's I-H-E-A-R-T-C-L. And you'll get 20% off. They have this bundled already for you. It's like 30 bucks. It's a great deal. If you know new parents or if you are a new parent, get this. Take advantage of this offer. Yep. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. The next question is from Elizabeth. She says, my question is, how do you balance it? Work, parenthood, and life itself. It's a tough one. It's a loaded Uh, question. You guys are truly such an inspiration. And I just want to know how you are able to do it with all seemingly, oh, sorry, with Yeah, do it all with seemingly no effort at all. I'm constantly in awe of everything you guys have accomplished. Well, first of all, thank you. Okay, that gets me rattled because I never want to be that person that looks like they're doing it all perfectly effortlessly because it's not the case. And I'm sorry if I've been misleading. Um, I'm sorry because, and I think I've said this before, but it's like I don't love always scrolling Instagram and seeing these mom influencers always looking put together, their family always looking put together. Um, You know, just like life is glorious all the time because the truth is like, it's just trickier than that. It's more complex, you know, especially in the newborn stage, you're not sleeping all the time. You might have some breastfeeding complications. Like your kids are being wild and nuts and you know, there's just a lot to manage. So the truth is we're not balancing it all effortlessly. So I want to make sure that that's super, super, super clear. We have great moments and we have moments where we're really proud of ourselves for handling them the way that we did, but we're still learning and we're still trying to find our rhythm. And I think it's evolving every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, the only the only thing, not that I have to add it, but I want to add it, and I, it just kind of hit me over the weekend. We went to a place in, in, in out in Malibu called Malibu Cafe to celebrate a friend's birthday over the weekend. And as like nice as it was before we got there, just the idea of going out and doing something, it was really hard once we were there. I mean, they, like the kids were struggling. It was hot. There was way too many people there. And so on and so on. But what I took from that was like nothing's ever going to be perfect. And the balance is really difficult. But the important piece is to just do. Mm. Because if you don't, then like. You'll never have experiences. Yeah, you don't have the experiences. And that's like what life is about. Like obviously if you don't do things, don't get done. Like you just the balance is pushing yourself out there to still do it all and do different things. I want to add to that. It feels like a muscle that needs to be worked. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've realized in regards to all different stages of parenting and even work and balancing it all. Like you have to make yourself kind of uncomfortable before it becomes more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so hopefully that helps you there. Um, The next one is from Megan. She says, what is the best way as a friend to support new parents as they prepare for their child and after they have their new baby? That's a great question. I have answers to you. Yeah, I do. Go for it. No, I want you to go first. I've been going first. Best way as a friend to support new parents. Um, The very first thing that comes to mind is make them or bring them food (laughs) when they come back from the hospital. Yep. Um, That's huge because you're just... 
especially with your first year, just thrown into this world um, that feels so chaotic and you're just like every moment is catch up. Like there's so much new stuff. It's just challenging, right? And things like finding the time to make food can go away. Mm -hmm. And it's so helpful and like so nourishing and it's what our bodies need for people to just bring food. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, Yeah, so that's number one for me. Yeah, I was going to say food. Um, it's it's basically like those basic survival needs that you end up needing the most when you are newly postpartum or towards the end of your pregnancy and things are just feeling a little more real. Um, getting laundry done, like if you can help in that way. I know it sounds crazy, but it's like sometimes seeing a pile of clothes can really overwhelm you and it's hard to make the time or you don't have the hands free to do it. Um cleaning up around the house like not a fun thing to offer someone like certainly not the first thing people want to sign up for they're like hey can i send you some diapers another thing that's really helpful you can never have enough diapers or wipes um i.e sprouted hit them up (laughs) sprouted.com but no little things like that basic necessities things that are just going to help um the parents the new parents feel like it's not as chaotic because their hands are tied up yep Yep. Something else that pops into mind is, um, if, if you're close enough that this person trusts you, uh, trusts you with their newborn, then, you know, maybe not in the first week or two, but soon after that, like if you could get, even if it's 20 minutes once a week on the calendar to say, Hey, I'm coming over. I want to, I want to take your kid from you and hold your kid for 20 minutes and let you just go outside or go for a quick drive or whatever to just give you a break to see outside of your own four walls. Yep. That, I mean, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we make parenting sound bitches. No, it's just, it's just, especially with number one in that first, in the first few weeks, first month or so, it's just a whirlwind. Like, yeah, there's nothing you could do to prepare for it. Yeah. You know? Um, Okay, that's a great question. Uh, the next one is from Usara. She says, how would you guys handle issues with in-laws who put you down every time you see them say hurtful things to you mm. on purpose and don't respect your rules in your household? Bye. Yeah, that's Here's, a tough Okay, one. I'm jumping in because Christy Carlson, Romano, and her husband, um, they literally said it so perfectly in our last episode. I think it was Brendan. Was it Brendan that said, oh, Christy has this saying where it's like, if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And that feels fitting here because if you're getting around someone and they're making you feel down or they're not being a solution provider or just in general, the vibe's not right. Like, yeah, if they're adding more stress, if they're adding more stress rather than relieving it. Correct. Thank you, Andrew. Come in hot, my friend. Just it's time. It's time that you take some space or you address it and you make sure that they know that this is not helpful and it's, it's becoming a burden for, on your relationship. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I also think it comes just like so many other things. Uh, a lot of this comes down to communication uh, with with your partner first, because I maybe it's old school, but I feel like like um, let's say for you, sorry, if you have issues with your in laws, like your partner needs to know what's going on, and I feel like it is their responsibility to protect you. Right. Because they have a commitment to you. It's their responsibility to protect you against the family. And then if a conversation like if everyone needs to be brought together to have a conversation, that's probably that that partner's responsibility 
to initiate, to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so many things are made easier just by having open communication and bringing people together to, to talk about the issues. Like, Hey, you got, you got an issue with me. Tell me exactly what it is. If Mm -hmm. there's something I can do to fix it, I'll fix it. If I don't agree with you, I'll tell you, I don't agree with you, but at least we can all be on the same page in terms of what's going on and whether or not anything's actually going to get better. And if it's not, bye-bye. Yeah. I think it's perfectly fine when you're an adult and you are managing your life and you are in a place where you don't rely on certain people. It's okay to say like this, this doesn't feel right for me right now. And this relationship needs to be, you know, put to the side for a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Public goods. Okay. I like that energy. Public goods, everyone. Twice. Okay. I'm going to tell you about public goods because I get amped on public goods. I do too now. Yeah. I think um, what they did was they took like our household vibe and just made it super minimal, super clean. But be more specific. It's like all the crevices with the products that you have, like in the bathroom, in the cabinets, in the kitchen, maybe in your laundry room or whatever. Cleaning products. Where like like, all these products are like different colors, different sizes and whatever. And they made them like vibey and aesthetic. Like your aesthetic is is on point now. And I'm into it. And the products are actually great quality. Um, I know they're like, they're crazy obsessive about how they develop and source products and whatnot. So, Mm I feel really good about that. We've enjoyed all the products. I think they all work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about uh, the product that I'm using up a lot these days. Please do. Bamboo panty liners, everyone. <laughs> Biodegradable. Um, I I need a good panty liner these days. Postpartum still got a little bit of spotting action going wow. on. Yeah, they're like three bucks and they do the trick and they're way more sustainable than any other panty liners. So I can get behind that. Um, I can get behind the treeless toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Ask yourself how that makes sense. It's made from it bamboo. Made, exactly. And sugar cane. They're both technically grass, which I've learned since. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm into it. Like, I like that there's products out there that are just as good as what you're already using, but better for you, better for the planet. Like, you just, you're just making a small impact. And if we could all make that small impact we'd all be in a better place. It's very, very true. And I love that. So uh, their product for what I also love is they plant a tree for every single order, uh, which is amazing. Yeah, we love that. And we have a great offer for you guys. That's right. We worked out an awesome deal for all of our adulting like mother-father listeners. You can receive $15 off of your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. You just get $15 off your first public goods order no minimum purchase. Um, I just said that and they're so confident that you'll absolutely love their products, um, that you'll come back again and again and again. And that's why they're giving you the $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash adulting or use our code adulting at checkout. That is spelt, uh, P U B L I C G O O D S.com forward slash adulting to receive $15 off your first order. Happy shopping. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right. Hit me. Uh, okay. Next one's from Stephanie. She says, I'm going to be a first time mom. And I wanted to know in your opinion, what, here we go. What is the best healthy, safe baby formula for a baby? Oh my gosh. If you couldn't produce milk. This is my struggle. Okay. And I'm going to be so transparent. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, I'll be, you know, some of my friends use HIPAA, I think. It's from someplace, I, I don't know, I think it's like European. They have to get it specially imported. It is very expensive, but they swear by that. And um, I had my cousin, I was talking to her um, over the weekend, and she said, oh, let me see if I could do a deep dive and see if there's any vegan formulas that, you know, are highly recommended or, or whatever. So she did send me two options that are also, um, I think, somewhere in Europe (laughs) they know what they're doing apparently but when I was looking at the ingredients I just felt like I wasn't impressed the very first ingredient was corn the second was a vegetable oil I don't think that's what's coming out of a breast milk so I just don't know if it lines up 100% I'm sure it's it's good enough you know, and sometimes it's peace of mind. If you have to put your baby on formula, it's about getting your baby fed. It's about doing what you need to do. So do your own research, but those are the ones that, um, that I've heard of. And then also if you really can't breastfeed and you really want to give your baby breast milk, there are, there are people that sell it. Mm. And I think it's like, I was doing the math. I think it's about a dollar. Maybe it changes per person. I have no idea, but I think it's about a dollar an ounce, which is comparable to some of those like, you know, nicer formulas on the market. Okay. So there are options. Um, do your own research. That's it. Do your own research. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a tough one. Cause I think ultimately there just aren't phenomenal options available today, will, depending on what your lifestyle is. I do not want to leave this planet until I'm a part of this solution. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, leave we're going to move that. on. We're going to move on to the next one from Caitlin. Um, she says, we're currently going on six months of no sleep. Help. Mm. I feel you. Um, I saw where you moved Ivory's bedtime up and said, Gio went to sleep at 630. I'm desperate and would appreciate any insight into sleep training. So she's, the baby's six months old. Um, so I took this piece of advice from a mommy and me class. I went to pre pandemic and she was adamant about a baby. Um, the doula who ran the class was adamant about a baby going to bed between five 30 and six 30, which shook me because we had no schedule, no routine. And we had no rhyme or reason for when Gio was really going to bed. We kind of just tried to do it around like eight, nine, whatever made sense. Long story short, as soon as I got that in my head, we started our bath routine early, which was also imperative. She said, have the same bath routine the best that you can. Um, And we did. It was like bath. It was story. It was like lotion, um, you know, put a diaper on him and do a little family time and then wind him down, go into the bed. Another piece of advice that was helpful for me is you do all of this routine in a bright room. You have the lights on. And then when you leave the room, you walk into their dark room or if he's still in your room at this point or she's still in your room you turn the lights off completely and that signifies like sleep and it has to be super dark um i don't know if you guys are familiar with taking care of babies she has a lot of really good information on having a very dark room um a sound machine is really helpful we use the hatch um i know this probably all sounds pretty basic but for someone who has no guidance whatsoever these are things that we're I mean, still to this day work for us and that we do today. We moved Ivory's bedtime up because I needed that downtime after Gio went down. Like I didn't like the idea of knowing I was still on for the next like few hours. So she's now going to bed around seven, seven 38. And, um, we still do the same thing, same bath routine and it's been working for us. 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. But again, like no real solution. It's just sort of like you got to find that rhythm and you got to be consistent. You have to stick to it and you have to have that conversation with your partner. Like we're not going to, you know, waver from this. If it means we can't go to dinner or whatever it is, like it's imperative that you get a really good solid foundation of a routine before you, you know, start to waver off. Yeah. Once we found that routine with G, we were really structured with it. I remember you being like very tight about like, no, that's not happening or no, this isn't because once you feel that sleep deprivation hit a level that you don't feel safe anymore, you have to find a resolution and it's about surviving and it's about taking those steps and being consistent. Yep. I mean, I would say, uh, I mean, all that was great. I think also maybe if, if you're comfortable, bring somebody into the house to address the issue. Cause I think there's some variables in, in sleep and why kids aren't sleeping. Um, and so there's like no one size fits all solution, but if there's somebody online that you trust or somebody in your area that like, you know, came from a great referral or whatever, give somebody a shot. Cause if somebody can come in and, and help you just with information and, and literally change your life, cause it's a game changer when you start sleeping again, mm-hmm. then do it. Take that step. Sure. And there's a lot of resources online too. Taking care of babies is a good one to start if, if you want to follow something like that. Yep. Oh, though that was a mouthful. Yeah. Do you want to do any more? There are a few more bonus questions. Are there? Okay, there good. Are. Yeah. Let's do a few more. Okay. Uh, this one is from Alba. She says, I have trouble getting my husband to plan things to do for the family. Which one of you is more of the planner and do you wish the other person planned more events, outings, etc.?" <laughs> Yes. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I'm definitely the planner. I'm the one that comes up with the ideas, things to do. Because my mind is just set on like we have to, you just have to have very variety. There's the word. You have to have variety in life. Otherwise, it's just so boring. And then you all get irritable and it's just not a good situation. So that's me in this house. Do I wish that that you did that more? Yes, absolutely. part of me realizes that that that's not your game and that you bring other things to the table. So part of it is just accepting and and knowing that like, you know, taking pride in, I come up with, with fun ideas. And then part of it is like, I don't know how you get there, but your partner does need to remember that you both have to bring it to the table and that they have to surprise once in a while or come up with something. It can't be the one that are, that's always asking the questions and looking for the answers. Yeah. No, I think if the other person is like for me, you know, if I were the one saying like, oh, we never do anything, we never do anything, then it becomes a conversation of, well, if you want to do more and you want to be a part of the solution, like have some suggestions. And you do that all the time with me where I'm like, okay, I'm getting to a level of like unhealthy where we haven't left the house. We haven't done anything new. Mm -hmm. That's when you sort of flip it on me. Okay. Well, what kind of, what do you want to do? And then it makes me think it's weird that I'm like reliant on you because in some regard, like you become weaker when your partner is stronger in some places. So I, yeah, I think it's up to us to, to step up if that's important to us. And if not, then you have to just take the initiative to own that that's your strength. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll just say this really quick and then move on. It's a really weird concept as you start getting older to know that if you don't decide to go and do things and come up with events and plans and whatnot, nothing happens. Like there's nobody controlling your life at a certain point. You make all the decisions and then eventually you make all the decisions for your entire family beneath you, you know, which is a crazy responsibility that I'm sure a lot of people don't even think about. But like I look at like, say, a, a Uncle Chris in your family, he's always the one that's up for a good time. 
always the one making suggestions like, Hey, let's go do this. Let's go stay here, whatever. If you don't have that, you don't have all these get togethers. You don't have like all these fun times and And memories memories and pictures and whatnot. So it's gotta be on everybody. More adulting like a mother father. When we come back, Listen up, adulters. I'm about to break down what energy tastes like in your mouth. Ooh, do it to them. All right. Verb energy bars, 90 calories, plant-based, gluten-free, freaking delicious. And they're packed with caffeine that comes from organic green tea. They sure are. And when you say packed, technically they're packed with 65 milligrams, which is about the same as an espresso. I like you said, love it comes to hear from it. green tea, so it's nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. I'm mm-hmm. getting a snack in, getting my energy up. It's the perfect pick-me-up. They're these cute little bars. You could throw them in a bag or your diaper bag or whatever. Keep them in your car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, survival in a bar. Yeah, 100%. You guys are going to want to make sure that you try the cookie butter, the double so chocolate, good. the peppermint mocha. And the list goes on. Yeah, those are the ones that we've been like munching on lately. But those are, I mean, all their flavors are really good. Yep, yep. All right. So um, get to it, guys. For the adulting listeners, we've worked out a deal that you guys can get 50% off their best-selling starter kit. It's a great way to try any of their delicious flavors. All you have to do is go to verbenergy.com slash adulting or use code adulting at checkout to claim this deal. That's verbenergy, V-E-R-B-E-N. ERGY.com slash adulting. And disclaimer this discount is only valid for their starter kit. Oh, the starter kit's where it's at, guys. Hook it up. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So the next one is from Virginia. Um, she says, Hi, Danielle and Andrew. Andrew, since you're a coffee fanatic, I'm curious to, uh, I'm curious to know your views on Starbucks. I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's uh, overplayed. I actually do like their espresso, but I think a lot of their drinks are like uh, they're developed for American society, high, high sugar, like heavily processed stuff. Like it's not my vibe. And it's to scale, so you can imagine like you're going to lose quality along the way because sure. they just have to, you know, yep. they have to provide for the masses. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's that. She says, Daniela, have you ever had McDonald's? Probably before you become a vegan. And if so, what did you get? Oh, that's so funny. Um, well, funny enough, I did have McDonald's years ago as a kid. I did a McDonald's commercial. Um, and I did a McDonald's commercial. You guys have to imagine this. I go to this audition for a McDonald's commercial. First of all, I would never go for fast food unless they knew I was vegan to begin with. This is like a kid saying this, like, mom, I'm not going, but they said, no, it's, it's for a, a McVeggie burger. This was like years ago when I was like, I'm loving it that time in life. Okay. Where they had like the dip and dots. And so I went, it was a McVeggie burger. I had to eat it for the, the commercial. And that was probably the last time I had McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. I feel like I've sang a lot in this episode. Have I sang a lot? Sang a lot? Yeah. But you, you haven't sung the one thing people want you to see. But don't do it now. <laughs> I'm not going okay? to. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, last bonus question, and then we are going to get you guys out of here. This one is from Karen. She says, my husband and I are trying for a baby, and I want to know if you and Andrew did any planning beforehand to get ready. For example, start eating healthier, stop drinking, etc. I know for a fact that I am not pregnant but not sure if there's such a thing as over planning. I don't want to go overboard and would like things to flow naturally, but at the same time want my baby to be healthy. 
I have I have a suggestion. Give it to him. But I want you to answer the first part of the question. Um, about the planning beforehand? Yeah. No, I think um, the way I remember it um, is, is no, we didn't really do much planning. We, um, we removed the goalie at a certain point. So we knew that like it was a possibility. And I think we've touched on this in another episode where in many ways we're just bad with commitment and the idea of committing to this is what we're doing, I think scared us both. But at the same time, we also knew that we were at a place in life where we felt ready. So if it happened, it happened. And that's the way that we went about it. And that's the way that it happened. And for us, we needed to be pushed off the cliff Mm -hmm. and just told to like, to figure it out. Sure. You know, and in terms of planning, no, I think we, we both live pretty conducive and healthy lifestyles, um, to, to make our chances or the possibility, whatever, as, as best as it can be. Very true. I'm going to just give you a tad more information on my side of that. So I was tracking my ovulation. So that was some sort of family planning. I knew when I was ovulating. You lied to me. Um, and I knew exactly when it happened. I texted him the next day with the screenshot of the day. And I said, that was a baby making night. So I was well aware of what was going on. Um, and prior to all of this, I was already taking prenatals, um, not consistently because it wasn't as if we were actively trying. Um, I just wanted to have it in my system just in the event that it happened at some point. Um, and I think they're generally pretty healthy. So, you know, that was, that was the only real planning and, and healthy choice I was making outside of being vegan. Yeah. 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 Is that all the questions? That's all the questions for today. Uh-huh, I think there's today. a few more, but we'll keep those for a future app. You guys, what did you think? Did, what did we, what did we do? Hold was on, it just good? Stop. Let's get the feedback real quick. Uh, Sounds like it was pretty good. Okay. Oh man, you guys, thanks so much for sending those in. Um, thanks for listening and thank you for supporting the show. Um, and thank you to our sponsors. I am so grateful to be able to do this and have this support. Please support them. Um, follow us on Instagram, hit us with any more questions. We'll do these, uh, again. That sounds great. Have a fab week adults. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods.